Hi, everyone. Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 14. On today's episode, we're going to talk about um, sinking funds in a little more detail, and I'm going to share with you um, the types of categories that I include when I do my sinking funds. I'm hoping maybe it will help someone um, in trying to get ideas on the types of things you could be saving for every week to help out with your um, budget to keep you on track. And if you haven't done sinking funds before, I highly, highly recommend at least giving it a try. It has hugely changed the way I've been able to stay on budget. Just saving a little bit each week for um, different things that come up irregularly throughout the year just makes a huge, huge difference with helping you stay on budget and meeting your financial goals. So um, we're just going to have a few short words from our sponsor real quick, and then we'll get right into today's episode. Thank you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So before we get into the sinking fun um, part of the episode, I just wanted to share with you my weekly frugal tip. I'm going to try and do this every week, once a week in my frugal topic episode. Um, I will be doing at least one frugal topic a week and it'll be kind of like the main episode. I might do some other things in between, but this is the main one. And my frugal tip for this week is making iced coffee at home if you like iced coffee or even regular coffee. Um, if you like to go out and get like, um, Starbucks or like, I don't know, some of the, like the fancy Wawa coffees that you could get behind the counter or anything like that. Uh, for like a treat, I highly rec- recommend trying to make it at home. Um, I used to get iced coffee from Wawa all the time, and I would get it from Starbucks sometimes too. But then for Christmas, I guess about two years ago, my husband bought me like a little pitcher that you can make um, the iced coffee at home in the fridge. And I do that every day now, and I very, very rarely ever buy it out. It's got to be like a special occasion, or maybe me and my daughters are out shopping at the mall or something like that, which doesn't happen often, but um, things like that. Otherwise, I make it at home. I get the cream, coffee creamer that I like. You can buy some fun, special little flavorings, or um, some people have espresso machines. Like, there's lots of different things you could do to make it fun, to make it at home. And it saves so much money um, rather than having that expense so frequently every week. Related to that, too, there's like this new trend with um, whipped coffee. Where, um, I mean, you could look it up online how to make it, but my daughters are really into it now. And you basically, like, I think you whip the coffee and the milk, and then um, you, like, whip it with a blender. And then I don't know the whole process, but it's kind of like the same type of thing. It's like a fun coffee drink that you can make at home, and it's kind of like something similar, like you would get at a Starbucks or like a fancy coffee shop. And um, it just makes it fun and it's super cheap. That whipped coffee they make with um, instant coffee. I haven't actually had it yet, but my daughters were making it with like a cappuccino mix, like an instant cappuccino mix, and it came out really good. So that's my um, frugal tip of the week. So um, then we're going to get into the episode. Thanks. 
So I just wanted to share with you guys um, my sinking funds in detail uh, as far as the line items that I see for each week. I don't know, maybe it'll be helpful to someone, I'm hoping, just to give yourself some ideas on some things that maybe you haven't thought of that you could be setting aside a little bit of money each week for. If you haven't done sinking funds yet, I seriously suggest trying it. It makes such a huge difference in budgeting and keeping yourself on track just by saving these small amounts every week and setting them aside for the things that don't happen on a regular monthly or weekly basis. It's just such a good feeling to have that money put aside already when it's time to come spend it. And I did a separate episode on sinking funds and why they're so important in your budget, um, if you're interested in hearing that. But in this episode, I just wanted to kind of talk about what things I'm actually saving up for each week because I thought maybe it'll help give you some ideas on some things you could be saving up for. So <clears throat> here we go. So uh, I save up for clothes every week for my daughters. Um, they're both in high school, well, one's in uh, middle school and one's in high school. So I save up an amount every week for them for clothing. That way, when they need something, there's money set aside, and we just pull from that. I don't save up for my son. I do have three kids, but I don't save for my son anymore. He's in college now. So if he needs clothes, um, he works a part-time job, and he helps pay for college. Um, so he would just buy his own stuff. So I'm, I save each week an amount for the two girls, and they know that that's what they have for clothes. And they will, um, my one daughter especially all the time asks me, mom, how much is there in my clothing budget? And I tell her and, you know, she might have a shopping cart saved up on H&M or whatever on her phone. And she'll say, do I have enough to, to buy this cart of clothes? And if she does, I tell her, okay. And she purchases it. Um, she does try and uh, she, since she knows what she has available, she'll try and get me to buy other stuff with it if she doesn't need clothes, like makeup or things like that. But I'm like, no, it's for clothes and that's it. So anyway, so we save up for clothes each week. I save up for um, birthday gifts. I call it like birthday gifts slash other gifts. So I basically list out all the all of my nieces and nephews and how much I give them, give each of them. And then I list in amounts um, estimated for like other um, gifts that the kids might, if they have like a friend, they want to buy them a gift during the year, or maybe at work if they're collecting for like a, a shower gift or maybe a sympathy basket or something like that. I set aside money for that. And then I also include in that if we might, um, you know, maybe we're going to go out to dinner for like a parent for their birthday or something like that, like for one of our parents, um, go out like as a family with them. Uh, so I set aside money for that too. So I kind of just estimate like what those things might be for the whole year. And then I just set aside a weekly amount to cover those. I also set aside for, um, gas for our truck. So we have like a spare vehicle, uh, pickup truck. Uh, we have a horse trailer and we have a pop-up camper. So we use it to tow those, to tow those mostly. So we don't use it like as a regular driving vehicle. So we're not putting gas in it like every single week. So I don't want to get hit with all of a sudden like this $50 gas expense for the week that I wasn't um, preparing for when we do need to fill it. So I put aside a little bit of money each week. And then that way, whenever we need to fill the gas in that truck, it's already set aside. I also do an amount for our veterinary bill. Once a year, the dogs go to the vet and they get all their shots and get like a regular, you know, like their exam and they get their um, heart a heartworm pills for the year. 
So I set aside an amount for that each week so that when by time we take them to their next visit, the money's already there. So like basically when they have their visit, I've spent everything that I accumulated for the prior year. And then um, I immediately start saving that weekly amount again so that when the next visit comes next year, the money's already there. And that's a pretty big bill for the two dogs. So it's just really nice to already have that set aside. And the cash is there and I just pay it and I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I just spent this. It's just already there. So it's really good. Um, I save for the kids' haircuts a very small amount each week. But again, when it comes time and they need a haircut, the money's already there. It's not coming out separately of the weekly budget. Um, I see for Amazon Prime membership because that comes out once a year and uh, I just save a little bit. So basically it's the same thing like with the veterinarian. Like as soon as it comes out, all the money was already there for that membership, for that annual membership. And then I'm immediately starting to save again so that by the time the next year comes, I have the full amount set aside. I also save for um, Bath and Body Works. I think I mentioned this in my episode where I go into a little more detail on the sinking funds and how important they are to your budget. But I save for that every week because um, they have a semi-annual sale and I always want to take advantage of it because I like their products, but I don't want to pay full price. So they do, I think it's in like January and then like maybe June or July, they do a semi-annual sale and I always want to have some money set aside so that I can go stock up on their items at a really good discount. So I save for that each week so that every six months I have the money to go shop that sale. I also save... um, each month for pet food and um, pet supplies. So like we have two dogs, a guinea pig and a cat. I'm sorry, not a guinea pig, two guinea pigs and a cat and a fish. So, you know, for the guinea pigs, I need like hay, I need shavings for their cage, I need pellets for the dogs. We need dog food. We need um, like Frontline. I got on Amazon, um, treats, cat food, cat litter, any, all of those kind of pet supplies. I put aside money every week so that whenever the time comes, if I wind up needing to get like cat food, cat litter, dog food, like everything all in one week, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I need to get all this in one week and now how am I going to pay for everything else? I just put aside that money and then whatever the timing is when I wind up needing this stuff, there's already the money set aside for it. So it just makes you feel like, okay, I have money set aside for this. It's fine. I could buy, I could buy whatever we need for them. Um... Then I also have, uh, oh, I set aside money for like prescriptions and doctor co-pays every week so that when, if, you know, same type of thing, like, you know, maybe we haven't had a doctor's visit in like two months and then all of a sudden all of us, all five of us go. So I don't have to be like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I need to come up with all this money for these co-pays. I've been setting aside a little bit every week. So when we wind up all going, the money's already been set aside and I just pull it from there. I do um, savings for our kids for, they have like a, for rewards, I guess. It's kind of like an allowance. They have like a chore app that they do chores in and they get money assigned for each chore. So at the end of each week, they've accumulated so much chore money, but they don't always like cash it out. Like each of my kids has checking accounts. So when they want to cash out the chore money, I just kind of like transfer the money to their account. But um, they don't always cash it out right away because um, they both also work. Um, 
and get money, you know, for other reasons. And if they don't need the money, they don't always cash it out. So I put aside the equal amount of money each week that they've earned. That way, if say like six weeks from now, all of a sudden they decide to cash out, I'm not like taken, uh, caught off guard with that. I have the money already set aside for their chores. Then I have a sinking fund for emergencies. So um, this isn't like an emergency fund. It's just kind of like if something odd comes up in the week that we just weren't expecting. And, um, you know, it's just a little bit extra to have aside. I'm not at the point yet where I have like a fully funded emergency fund. I'm, I'm kind of following the Dave Ramsey baby steps if you're familiar with those. And we're still in the debt payoff phase right now. So um, I'm not like funding, fully funding an emergency fund yet, but this is just kind of like for those unexpected things that come up. I save a little bit each week for school supplies. So that way, um, you know, when the, when it's time to do like the annual school shopping for back to school, we have money set aside for that. And then I also use it throughout the year if, you know, someone winds up needing some folders or an extra notebook or whatever. So school supplies. I save for, um, I do like uh, something called a hunter pace. It's like a timed horse ride on a trail, like trail riding. We're in a uh, trail riding group. Um, So I save a little bit of money each week so that in the season when we're doing those events, I can pay the fees um, for signing up for those rides. And then I also have like an annual membership fee. So that comes out of that sinking fund also. Then I save for like horse expense. Um, I actually have two sinking funds for the horses just for like regular expense. Their monthly board obviously is part of my monthly budget. But um, they have like uh, the farrier has to come every six weeks to trim their feet, their hooves. So I, uh, I save a little bit each week for that. So that every six weeks when he comes, I already have the money set aside to pay him for that service. And then I also set aside just like another small amount. If say, I don't know, one of the horses needs a new halter or um, one of my horses is on like a supplement, I take the money out of that for her, um, things like that. Just any like random things outside of like the board or the vet expenses that we might wind up needing for the horses. Then I do um, for car repairs. So um, that includes like oil changes, regular maintenance, and then any like other semi-major repair that we might need. Um, our truck and our other vehicle, um, are, are, well, all of our vehicles are a, a little bit older. So sometimes they might need like a kind of a big repair, not like huge, but you know, like those things that come up when you have vehicles that are like 10 years old or whatever. So I save up a little bit for that each week so that if we do have one of those repairs, we have a decent amount of money set aside for it. And then I set aside a small amount for, um, family fun, I call it. It's just like a little bit of money that I set aside each week so that I don't know if the kids want to buy like a new board game or they want to go to Target and get snacks to sneak into the movie theater. Um, We always buy our snacks at Target before we go to the movies. Like if the kids want to go see a movie, we'll go see like a matinee because it's cheaper. We'll go to Target, get snacks. Um, So it's money for that or I don't know, whatever, any kind of like little family fun, that type thing. Um, if the kids want to get like a special drink at like Starbucks or whatever, I just stick aside a little bit of money each week. That way I know it's there. And if there's something small that's fun that we want to do, I'll pull it from that sinking fund. I have, um, we have a hot tub. So I put aside a small amount of money each week for um, 
just like supplies, like if we need to get like bromine or whatever, that's like the um, like the chlorine type stuff for the hot tub or I don't know, anything we might wind up needing for it. It's not a lot, but I just set aside a few dollars each week. That way, once we need it, money's aside and doesn't hurt our weekly budget. And then right now, I'm also saving a small amount for um, an overnight trip that I'm supposed to do with my sister-in-law and my niece. I don't know if that's happening now because of everything going on with the pandemic, but um, because a lot of events that were supposed to go on in the summer are being canceled, and I don't even know if it's being delayed or whatever. We haven't purchased the tickets yet, but that's coming up. So um, I'm hoping that that'll happen, but whatever. I'm setting aside a small amount of money each week because I know that's coming, and I wanted to have money set aside um, because I'll need to chip in for a hotel, and we'll be going out to dinner and whatever else, like the cost of the tickets and things like that. So I always try and do sinking funds like that too for any things like that, like something out of the normal that I know is coming up that I don't want to have all of a sudden this big expense the week when it happens. Because those things always throw you off budget. At least they have always done for me. And I never am successful in recouping it. Like I used to in the past try and be like, okay, well, we came in over $100 this week. So next week, I'm really going to try and come in under budget and spend a lot less on food or I don't know, just try everything I possibly can. And it just seems like such a challenge. I've never really been successful in recouping when you have those like really big hits in one week that you weren't planning for. So it's so, so helpful to try as much as you can to save a little bit each week for these types of things um, that are coming up. So like in addition to the things I said, like some things that I might just like all of a sudden randomly add in, like I said, the trip with my sister-in-law and my niece, you know, maybe um, like this year before the pandemic happened, my one daughter was going to have an eighth grade dance. My other daughter was supposed to have the junior prom. So like I knew we were going to need dresses. They were going to want to get their hair done, get their nails done. So rather than just kind of figuring out like where to get that from the budget, I would try and um, save for those every week, just a little bit. Like I, I know, I mean, at the beginning of the school year, you know, the junior prom is going to be that year. So you can have like, you know, eight or nine months to save up for it. So if you really try and think ahead of any of those things that are going to be coming in the year and you could just put aside a little bit each week, it really makes such a difference because it's so much easier to adjust your spending in the current week by say five or 10 bucks to make up to be able to save for that than it is to get hit with this like several hundred dollar expense and then you don't know how you're going to make up for it. So I really, really suggest trying it out if you haven't done it before. You don't have to go as detailed as I do. I just really enjoy doing it and I really like to get really detailed on it. But even if you just have, you know, maybe a couple, maybe two or three basic categories that you're just putting some money aside for each week, it's just it's just great. It's so nice to just have that money set aside when, when these expenses come up. And I guarantee you it will help you with sticking with your budget. So hopefully that's helpful to someone out there. And I really appreciate you listening and I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you so much.